Hey, 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 what time is it? That's right, it's time again for WWW, What's Happening in the World, and what do we think about it this week? I'm Ken H., coming to you live, as always, from Houston, Texas. Hope everybody's had a great week. I had a fantastic week for many reasons. We'll share a little bit later with you, as always, a little uh, excitement. And we want to tell you again, we are all over the place. Very excited to mention to you again, our podcasts are being found everywhere. So if you can't find us, I don't know what to tell you. We're just everywhere. So I'm pretty proud of that and very excited about it because we continue to be growing and excited. I appreciate your notes and your letters and all the things that continue to come. For those new to the program, it's fantastic. We're going to share 25 minutes of your life together. We're going to talk a little bit about things in our world in America here, a little entertainment news, a little sports news. We'll take a break from one of our sponsors. We have two fantastic professional sponsors I'm so proud of. Travel and Leisure Magazine continues to sponsor the program. And Harry and David will be our secondary sponsor in the second part of the show, our final segment. And it's just a fantastic deal. Then we'll talk about things happening in the world. We'll take our final break from Harry and David, and we'll come back and have a little discussion about the items of the week. Big week excitement. Let's get going. Trump had a big week, and the president, of course, of the United States had a big week. He, suge- he submitted his nomination for the Supreme Court. Either side of you know, the aisle you're on, whether you're Democrat or Republican, that's where you feel about it. It doesn't matter what the guy or girl's name was. doesn't matter who it would have been. The Democrats seem to say, I want to... You know, forget him and kill him and, and, and never let him through. And the Republicans say, give him a chance. He's got qualifications. So it doesn't matter, but it's a pretty simple program. We've been here, done that, don't have a shirt, don't want to buy the shirt. And then, of course, the president went off to NATO. He smacked around the NATO European countries that are just not paying their bill in fairness. We supply most of the protection. We supply most of the money. And those 28 nations under the umbrella of NATO continue to take that free ride. And we have a president in Trump that at least stands up and says, hey, pay your fair share. And by the end of his meeting, whether you again like his way he does it or not, he gets results. And those countries have vowed to start immediately paying a bit more and called a couple of them on the carpet. And sure enough, they've resolved that issue. Then he was off to the United Kingdom. Again, mixed reviews depend on the news that you listen to. If you listen, I've got people in London, as I do have plenty of European friends all over, but the London people will tell me, and I know for a fact, Trump's not such a bad bad leader in their mind, in their eyes. They're okay with it. They've got their own problems with Prime Minister May as they're trying to figure out whether they leave Brexit hard, soft, or at all. And those troubles continue to be her problem, and that is the British problem, not anything to do with President Trump. Then he ran over and saw the Queen, and then he was on his way to uh, Scotland for a couple of days of R&R, and of course then off to Helsinki, where he'll he'll finish on Sunday, a trip there, and then Monday in the morning he is supposed to meet with President Vladimir Putin of Russia, who just came off a huge victory of World Cup excitement. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. But those guys are going to meet low expectations, low desire on getting some answers or things. But they're going to be in the first time a real live meeting where they can talk together and have some discussions. We have a lot of commonalities with the Russians. We ought to have them at least talking. 
we ought to be able to talk to them at any moment. We shouldn't have any country on the planet that we're not able to talk to for whatever reason. So I think this summit's a good thing. Again, low expectations of what we're expecting and what we're planning, but it is something that needs to be done. And sure enough, it'll happen Monday, so that'll start our week next week. So big next week, WWW. Start right away with some answers on what happened in Helsinki. What's going on in the entertainment? Well, that speaking of kind of British-American, you had the Princess Meghan Markle, of course, who married Prince Harry a month or two in May, I guess it was, and they had such a fantastic wedding. She and Princess Kate, who, of course, is William's wife, and so they went off to Wimbledon, and they were the first time they were seen in Wimbledon, so that's kind of fun, and they had a, a good match to watch with the women uh, finals, Serena Williams and the other young lady, and we'll find out the outcome as soon as that's over. Also in entertainment, of course, if you're a Kardashian fan, whatever that means, you like the Kardashians, follow the Kardashians, either any of them, there's so many of them, and, you know, uh, Kylie Jenner, probably the youngest and the only child that Bruce Jenner and uh, matriarch Kardashian, Chris Kardashian had together, uh, is just turning or about to be 21. She's in the modeling industry, and it is reported that she might be, I don't know if it's the first one, but she certainly is going to be a billionaire at the age of 21. That is where she's headed. That seems to be what she's doing. And that seems to be because of her modeling career specifically. She seems to be a top pick model that everybody seems to want to use or have. And so she's gotten the world wide gigs and does those photo shoots and modeling shows around the world. But she seems to be on track to be a billion heiress at the age of 21. All right, let's get over in sports and see what's going on. Well, I'll tell you. Lots is going on. I had a great week in the fact I got to see a couple of the Astros games, and those guys are still doing very well. The game that I happened to see was one of their victorious games, so that also makes it a good week as well. But there's so much going on in sports. We have the World Cup, and again, I've talked about that in our last, in fact, devoted the last WWW to the entire World Cup, and it finishes Sunday. And so France will go against Croatia. We'll see how that wipes uh, up and see who wins that. Lots of excitement, and it was, a, and I mentioned a Putin in Russia, of course. The, the tournament, World Cup tournament, lasts a month. It's a lot of games and a lot of country, a lot of places to have it, a lot of people. There was no, I didn't hear of one incident of mischief or hooliganism or difficulties or beating up or robbery or crime. It was just a fun atmosphere in Russia for 30 days. Good or bad on the outcome of the tournament, but it was a successful World Cup and lots of surprises and lots of interaction and lots of countries in or out, whether they should or shouldn't have been. So very, very fun. So good luck to Matt, to tomorrow to France and Croatia. We wish them both well. Whoever wins, wins. Also on Sunday will be the Wimbledon final for the men. Ken Anderson, Kevin Anderson, excuse me, will go against Novak Dvorak, Dvorak, excuse me. If he wins, it'll be his 13th Grand Slam. So 
I don't see, and most of the people that are talking about it don't seem to be very confident that Anderson has a chance. I won't say that because I don't know. I've never seen the guy play, but I, if you're going to be this guy I've never heard of and the other guy's about to weave, if he wins, gets his 13th Grand Slam title, I'm going to go with the Grand Slam guy. We'll be right back. Our first break on the way. Then we'll talk about things in the world. What better way to get it started? Hey, if you've never traveled or if you're going to have your summer break coming up or if you're going to travel sometime soon, I'm going to save you 58% by buying Travel and Leisure on subscription. That's right. Travel and Leisure magazine will take you everywhere you've ever wanted to go. It's a magazine that I can't get over. Every issue, all 12 of them, will come to your house for the price of $29.99. And again, you'll save 58% if you'll order it right now with us as they're great friends of the program. That magazine is beautiful, got ideas, locations, goods and bads of places, things to do, things not to do. Really, really love the magazine. Wouldn't mention it if I didn't, but I'm serious. It's worth having. Travel and Leisure Magazine. How do I get one? Well, it's easy. www, of course. .travelandleisure.com backslash order today. That's it. Simple as that. www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Yeah, but Kim, my, my system's down. I can't get on the computer. No problem. Pick up the telephone. They've got the operator standing by right this second. 1-866-737-8037. That's Travel and Leisure Magazine. Get it. Hurry. What are you waiting on? What's going on in the world? What's going on in the world? Again, things are happening. Now, I'm not going to rehash the NATO business or the UK business, but Bastille Day. Anybody know what Bastille Day is? Well, I lived in the Netherlands, and of course, France right south of us. I know all about Bastille Day. Took a chance to have some festivities, of course. Bastille Day is the representation of when the French people uproared and finally tried to kind of get the direction of the country facing a different direction. The monarchy, of course, was heading off, starving the people, not feeding them properly. You probably saw it in the Musketeers, uh, Iron Mask movies, <laughs> about that time period, King Louis. And uh, in July 14th, so today, but 1789, so 300 years later, earlier, they had this French Revolution. And during that revolution, this was the Bastille. So the mob that was trying to kind of revolt against the monarchy, this crowd stormed the Bastille and took it over. What's in the Bastille? Well, that's where you have all the stockpile of weapons. So now the mob had a pretty good arsenal to combat the monarchy's army. And it turned the tide of that French Revolution and changed the history forever. So they celebrate Bastille Day on the 14th of July every year, and it's great fun if you know French people, wines, cheeses, and breads. 
but it's very nice. So we celebrate with the French today Bastille Day, and of course they're getting ready for their World Cup. So if they go to the World Cup a little hungover from the Bastille celebrations, that's probably not wise, but well, I'll let them decide what they do. I'm not involved. I didn't do it. All right, one time, again, I mentioned at the top of the show, Trump did get some protesters. Thousands were protesting out in London. Uh, now, the, all his festivities with Melania, our great first lady, was out in the outskirts of the, of the main center of London. So he really, as far as I know, didn't really have many of those thousands of protesters interrupt his travels or meetings or whatnot. But there were some travelers, and that big baby of Trump balloons seem to be getting a lot. Some people liked it, some people hated it. He, Trump himself, said, I don't really feel very welcome with that big baby balloon. So, eh, whatever. Next. Boy, just great news, of course. We had that whole excitement going on for a couple of solid weeks of those Thailand soccer boys trapped in that cave. You remember the story? Certainly, if you were turned on any kind of radio, TV, or program, you know what's going on. These 12 boys and their coach went in for an initiation into these caves in Thailand, and then they kind of got flooded, and the floodwaters kept rising, so they had to keep backing up into the cave, where they were now, when they were finally able to stop moving because the floodwaters gave them a bit of a place to stay, were about a mile and a half into the cave with some harrowing, twists and turns and many, many parts of the cave underwater. So you either had to swim out or you were going to just stay there. And that's what they were missing. And so the entire world picked up on this story. Thousands. I've heard the number as big as 10,000 people flew in, helped out with the Thailand armies as well to rescue these boys before the monsoon waters kept coming and raising the water. Oxygen levels were starting to deplete in the cave at the back. And it was no, no easy task. You had to have oxygen tanks all the way through. None of the, some of the boys did not swim. They were between the edges of kind of 12 and 16. And uh, none of them, not, not, not all of them knew how to swim, certainly not how to scuba dive. And you know how, how I'm telling you, because you, if you know the story, an experienced Thailand scuba diver from the SEALs team in Thailand was killed. Placing oxygen tanks through the cave to get him set for the rescue attempt. He got trapped, got caught, and he died. That's an experienced Navy SEAL. Now you're asking these boys of 12 to 16 to follow somebody out two or three hours. It took two or three hours to get out from where they were a mile and a half through all the twists and turns and waters and, and crevices to the point of, ent of exit and entry. So a huge story. And by the end of the week, all 12 and the coach and no one else had lost their lives. All 12 boys in the hospital and rescued. Massive rescue effort. You know we'll be talking about it in another WWW in the entertainment section because two movies have already been signed to draw this story. If we're going to do the ones about the, the miners in Columbia and the 13, we're going to have some mining story rescue movies. We sure as heck are going to have these Thailand soccer boy movies. They're going to be in the hospital another 
I think the rest of the next week, and then they should be released. Doctors just making sure they don't have any fungus. Everything seems to be in good shape. They're from behind the glass. They got able to wave at their parents, and it's a great scene. I think they're going to have a little memorial on Sunday for the Navy SEAL diver that died. When I last heard, they had seen a picture and told the story. They all cried. That's just heartbreaking. We'll talk more about that later. And we'll talk about it later because we're going to take our final break and come right back, okay? Hey, what's going on? If you've got a gift coming up and you need somebody who has a need for something and you want to get them something, well, our friends and sponsors and dear, awesome gift people at Harry and David know what to get you. Please go to Harry and David. I'm going to show you with this one. This I'm looking at this in the magazine now. A spring gift box. Okay, that's not necessarily birthday or anniversary. Just a spring gift box brimming with juicy royal verano pears. God, those things are good. Lemon raspberry shortbread cookies. Those are good too. Our bakery chocolate-covered pineapple Spring-inspired hand towel and more. Wine version is available with a 2016 Pinot Grigio. Man, it looks good. I think I have to order one now myself. What the heck? God, that looks good. Anyway, they've got lots of stuff. They've now got flowers. They've hooked up with the Cheesecake Factory. So Harry and David's going to be the go-to place I recommend, and certainly we're going to suggest everybody goes there. WWW, friend of the show. HarryandDavid.com www.HarryandDavid.com You want to talk to someone on the phone? No problem. 1-800-547-3033 1-800-547-3033 HarryandDavid.com Golly! All right, we're on the turn the corner and heading for the house, not yet, on our way. So a couple of items we talked about this week earlier again, Trump. Love him or like him, he's getting it done. There's no doubt about it. I don't know what side of the aisle you're listening from me on. Doesn't matter in fairness because I don't want to make it that type of a program. But I will tell you, you cannot deny he's checking off the boxes of the things he said during the campaign he's checking them off whether you like that he's doing it or not again you must give him credit he's checking the boxes of the items he said and that's very rare and i give credit to the fact that we've never had a politician that i know of that said in the campaign trail here's what i'm going to do for you and by golly gets elected and then starts checking off those items on the list but trump is doing that you must give credit for that we are finding the stock market again at twenty-five thousand points pensions unemployments at all-time low records for various groups whether you're black hispanic women all lower groups are getting and recording record numbers so uh, the tax cuts the regulations all that stuff that he's promised he achieved He's now at least on his second Supreme Court justice, and he's taken the second one from the list he gave everybody before he was elected. So again, you knew before you nominated and elected this guy, if he's elected, he'll take from that list. And again, given credit, the two Supreme Court justices have come 
from that list. Again, not saying good or bad, but I'm just telling you, we've never had a politician so transparently saying, here's what I'm going to do and try to strive to do it. And sure enough, with two Supreme Court justices, he tried that and did it. So we give him high marks. He is the president of our country. I respected Barack Obama. I respect the President Trump. He is the president. And right now he's going to be in Helsinki visiting with President Putin. We need to give him credit. We need to give him high marks. We need to be supporting. Whatever happens, it's never a bad thing to talk to people. It's never a bad thing to try to figure out where we can work together and what's going on. That's not bad. Uh, again, you don't have to like somebody, but you need to understand we got to support the things that we need. We need Russia to at least be cool and about some of these things and helpful about some of these things. Just making everybody mad and angry and get anybody anywhere, right? Don't you agree? Can we agree? Let's move on. Well, I'm a, you know, a big World Cup fan. I'm a big fan of this soccer. We call it football. I love it. It was so fun. The tournament was great. Looking forward to tomorrow's final at a viewing party I'll be at. About a 1,000 people or so will be at this party. It's great fun. These World Cup matches are fun. Wimbledon, I don't think, has got a prayer of a chance. Nobody really cares about the two in the finals, in fairness. Didn't even know one of the guys' names. I didn't. Whoops. Sorry. And then, sure enough, uh, you got that going up against on the television at the same time, the World Cup finals? Ugh. Poor Wimbledon. They got a bad schedule there. They got to rethink that date. And then, of course, the Astros are playing. They're going to finish up the road. Uh, they had a home stand of 10 games of the 10s. They won seven, lost four, still at the top of the American League. Le uh, League, Still at the top, on their way ahead of the Mariners. Now we have the All-Star break. The All-Star game will be Tuesday night, and it'll be fun to have a little break, but then back after four days. So everybody gets four days off, but Astros, both the manager and the team, five of our pitchers are going, five of our players are going from the Astros who made the all-star team. So we, I'm very proud, very, very proud. Last item on the list. I couldn't be more. That was such an amazing story. This, These boys down in, in Thailand and the rescue efforts that took and all that. I've done scuba diving. I know how to scuba dive. And I've done it enough that sometimes it's a bit scary. And that's open water where I can see for miles, let alone trying to squeeze through a crevice in the dark where you can't see your hand in front of you. But again, unbelievable effort, rescue effort by so many. We had people coming from all over the world to the call. That's mankind, folks. That's humankind. I wish we could bring some of that spirit in everyday walk of life now. Again, Republican, Democrats, irrelevant. We've got to be nicer to each other. It's too difficult in life anyway. It's too hard sometimes to be struggling with your peers, struggling with your neighbors, struggling with somebody just because of what? One item, one topic, one issue. You're going to fight. I've lost friends because of this election, and it's not fun. It's not nice, but it's a fact. Take a bit a moment. If you haven't heard about this Thailand soccer team, read about it. Look it up. But wow, so many people came to rescue these just 12 little boys and their coach. And they did it with almost amazing skills. Only one individual passed away. That's incredible, folks. You believe in a higher power, that's part of it. You believe in anything, that's amazing. But what it was was you know, humanity coming together. 
and blasting through adversity and saying, we will not let these boys die. Not on our watch. No way. So high marks. High marks for everybody that participated, everybody that was involved, everybody that even cared. And if anything you take away from it is, let's be nice to everybody. I encourage you. Ken H. coming to you from Houston. What a wonderful time with you. Thank you so much for being with us. Midnight says hi. We had a great week. He saw the dentist. Didn't have to have his teeth clean, uh, shaved down, which is cool. That saves a little money. His shoes got taken care of, so he has good-looking feet. We had great quality times together. He says hi. We'll see you soon, guys. I'm going to power down. We'll see you next week. WWW, what happened this week in the world? And what do we think about it? Oh, thank you.